This is Tyler. <laughs> Colin Barrow. Symbiosis Now. Who am I with? Who am I with here today? This is Allison. That's Allison. I'm uh, the wife to the husband. But she's also the co-host to the podcast, you know? Yep, that's me. Hell yeah. And I just want to say happy birthday to Tyler. Cool. Today is his birthday. He's June 22nd. He's 26 years old. June 22nd. 26 years old. And he's very freaking awesome and amazing and loving and, and amazing. I am with the vibe of saying down with Trump, down with this fucking bogus ass system that we ain't got nothing working anymore anyways. It needs to go. Right. I'm with that shit today and I'm with you people today. That means everybody. everybody. Let's be honest. We've seen some crazy videos of people at each other's throats and shit. But really, if everyone were just kind of sit down in a room and hash it out, they'd understand each other, you know? So we need to start doing that, too. We need to keep talking. But we cannot start fighting. Yeah, it's kind of morbid to think, but, like, what if everybody, including myself, like, literally including myself, had to just sit in a room but, like, tied to the wall or something? Not in pain, not all, like, tortured, but just, like, trapped. Or, like, everybody was in a room with, like, clear plexiglass, or, like, clear but unbreakable, unshatterable glass in between them to where we could speak openly, but you could not possibly inflict harm no matter, like, what was said. And if you had to stay in there literally, like, for the rest of your life, eventually you'd get along. Right. Eventually you'd find common ground and find a way to live in peace. You'd like to think. You'd like to think. Right. I as mean, long as no mental health uh, dilapidates and you want to fucking eat that other person. Yeah, but if you can't get to each other, you yeah. literally cannot. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, the situation I'm proposing is mm-hmm. like if you mm-hmm. literally could inflict no trauma. I mean, right, picture right, like right. some like bubble, saw shit like where they get trapped in a in a room together. And well, that's literally the what they do. They yeah. like they're in a, like you're right. They're in a game together. It's like who's gonna fucking sacrifice what? Literally, I'm gonna cut my fucking leg off <laughs> for you to get free, and hopefully me too. And sometimes they'll end up saving the other person. Sometimes they don't, and it's totally fucked. Totally fucked. But it's really just. Hey, about... but you know what's crazy is people love those movies. You like scary movies. I was gonna people say, and me, I do. Don't act like but it's so crazy because when it, me. but when it becomes reality looking like shit, when you watch oh, the yeah. news and it looks like the movie Quarantine, or it looks like the movie like Mad Max in some spots, or it right. literally looks like a war zone on CNN. It's well, like, let's what the get really going on. Real. And it's not like I watch CNN. I'm just saying, like you Google fucking anything. But the average media source that people are all about. Let's get really real. Yeah, let's get real. Let's get raw. People get tortured. That really happens. Absolutely. Absolutely, that really happens. Absolutely, that happens. So who would like to watch stuff about people getting tortured? Somebody who has never been tortured. Most likely. Somebody who is so far removed from that. Most likely. That they find it entertaining and can just sleep fine. No, I'm talking functional member of society. Most people that love cops aren't necessarily people that got arrested before. Right. That's most people that sit on the couch and go, oh, yeah, those bad guys need to be taken care of by the good guys. Right. Exactly. It's entertaining. Exactly. These crazy people. And then you could think about it like with, okay, people that have gone to jail, obviously, probably look at Uh, jail shows like this is some fucking joke. Yeah, like, well, because they, yeah, they doctored it up. I remember, like, when The Longest Yard came out with Adam Sandler and it and shit, like, and they redoing an old one, but, I mean, they made it look like prison is just too fucking fun and, like, you just... Like, glorifying you know, glorifying and romanticizing. Kind of, you know? Even though, at the end of the day, they still were, like, 
being hella prejudiced in that movie too. Clearly, right. they use the N word. They oh, called yeah. Nelly the N word in that movie. I think. Like, oh yeah. Know, so that was. Uh, but even in like, um, who else? Like doctors and stuff. I bet they watch doctor shows or medical shows, like reality TV or like movies and shit. And like, oh my god, this is not only inaccurate but just like ridiculous. Like. Um, there's this girl on YouTube, Glam, Glam, Glamangor, is okay. her name? I think I know Mikey, is it? She does a She's lot cool. of, like, costume stuff. Yeah. She had a, um, like, some sort of expert, uh, like, medical expert on her show, or on her YouTube channel to talk about the realistic scenes in movies, like, horror scenes, and talk about whether or not that's realistic, <laughs> like, Jack Nicholson freezing in The Shining whether or not that's actually how it would happen. Um, and most things, obviously, were not accurate. There was, like, one out of ten movies that they, he, the expert was like, yeah, this is actually pretty much how it would happen. Like, But all the other deaths and crazy shit that would happen where somebody's, like, dying in some obscene way out of these ten horror movies that they looked at together, the expert was like, most of them, obviously, so not accurate. So I'm just drawing comparisons of, like, people watch things, but the people that would watch something like Saw mostly are the people that have never been tortured. The people that like yeah. watching cops are the people that have never had bad interactions with cops. Yeah, I mean, I guess, it, yeah. And the people in the medical community, the people who would want to watch that and are entertained by it are obviously only people, like me, I'm not saying I know any better, who, like, I watched literally all of Grey's Anatomy. I love Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, but if I was a surgeon, would I watch Grey's Anatomy? I'm not saying no surgeons. I'm just saying, like, if anything, they would for the entertainment and comedic relief, not because it's accurate, not because that's how life is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. (sighs) Hollywood. Hollywood. Hollywood doctored it up uh, for us. Let's Google search here. History of... Hollywood. It's truly beautiful the way they did it. Right in front of your face, symbolically. Right in front of all of our faces, symbolically. It's truly beautifully fucking ugly and disgusting and practically crimes against humanity in a lot of ways. People say, Tyler, you're too dramatic. Don't be so dramatic. I say no. It's true. A lot of capitalistic ideas in general are just kind of cutthroat as fuck. They are at livelihood cost. These these are at cost of lives. War, the industry of war, which is like the United States' biggest industry, that and prison, make a lot of money. Make a lot of money still during a pandemic, during civil unrest at home. They're blowing a lot of shit up still, I'm sure, too. Yeah. Man, it's crazy to watch those fucking Trump... Uh, Like, the Trump, like, rallies, especially because so many Black Lives Matter people show up and they're like, fuck that, you know? Like, they're there just, like, basically ruining their little pride session. Yeah. They're, they're, they're like, uh, their white supremacist pride session, you know what I mean? It's kind of strange out there, man. In in Tulsa, Oklahoma, there was, like, some serious civil unrest, it looked like, you know? Everyone was, like, it was getting hot in the streets, you know? People were, like, uh, at each other's, like, they were disagreeing heavily, you know? Yeah. Crowds versus crowds. 
So I was looking into, like, the history of Hollywood or, like, what is Hollywood? Because I remember reading something recently within the last couple years that said, like, the actual, like, Hollywood, what is that? Like, the plant or, like, the meaning, like, before Hollywood was Hollywood, what did Hollywood mean and all of this stuff. Well, Oh, like, course, you mean the wood from the holly? Oh, well, have something to do with that, too. I mean, I don't know. Or I, I was like, like, what uh, if it's Hollywood? Like alchemically or something like that. Like I know, but like ho- like wood, Hollywood, like Holly, like mm-hmm. the plant. You yeah, know? yeah. Wood. No, I, hear you. I feel like there's got to be some kind of uh, symbolic referencing to that shit. Well, if I touch, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. It's funny because I always am like, fucking something's just not right about Hollywood, man. Been thinking of it for a long time, watching movies, going, ah, something not right about all this shit, man. I mean, yeah. And now it's like, yeah, no, for sure, everyone's like, they've been seeing it too. We just were like, ooh, ah, Captain America. Like, I don't know, whatever people were into. <laughs> the last, like, ten years, I don't know. Well, I found this short little thing that is kind of talking about where, like, okay, how did Hollywood get its name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's from this website called theculturetrip.com. Theculturetrip.com. And the writer is Courtney Holcomb. This is from August of 2017. If you've ever wondered how come the American cinema got its name, you've most likely come across a wide variety of explanations, all claiming to be the real story. We're here to help you sort through the rumors and get down to the true story of how such a legendary name came to be. Once upon a time, H.J. Whitley arranged to buy 500 acres of the town we now know as Hollywood. Whitley was a prominent landowner already, having already started a number of towns in the West, and today he has become known as the father of Hollywood. Later on, in 1887, Harvey H. Wilcox officially established the name Hollywood when he recorded it on the land's deed. The the time in between those two events is when things seem to get a bit hazy. One of the most common rumors thrown around today is that these founders chose the name to reflect the prominent presence of a beautiful holly-like bush throughout the city. The plant what, what was what is known today as Christmas holly, which grew rampantly throughout the Santa Monica Mountains and nearby areas. Legend claims that Whitley himself was inspired by the holly and proposed naming the town Hollywood after it. He bought his 500 acres from E.C. Hurd, who was married to a woman who was friends with Dada Wilcox, the wife of Harvey H. Wilcox, and the name supposedly traveled down the line to reach Wilcox himself. An alternate version of the story claims that Whitley himself had nothing to do with the name and that Dada Wilcox learned the name from her friend Ivor Weed, who lived in Holly Canyon at the time, and she recommended it to her husband. Yet another version claims that Daida opened, happened to meet a stranger on a train who lived in an Illinois estate called Hollywood, and that there was where she got the idea for the name. However, there is little to no evidence suggesting that either of these stories contain the true origins of the name. The only evidence remaining today for the name's true origin comes from a page out of the diary of Whitley himself. According to an entry, one day in 1886, Whitley was standing at the peak of a hill when a man came by with a wagon carrying wood. The man stopped by hmm. to say a few polite words, explaining to Whitley Whoa. that he was hauling wood. The man was a foreigner, Whoa. and the man was a foreigner, and has such has such a thick accent caused the words to sound like Hollywood. Wait a second, <laughs> hold on. Okay, according to an entry in Whitley's diary, 
One day in 1886, Whitley was standing at the peak of a hill when a man came by with a wagon carrying wood. The man stopped to say a few polite words, explaining to Whitley that he was hauling wood. Hauling wood. Yeah. The man was a foreigner, and as such, his thick and as such, his thick accent caused the words to sound like Hollywood. Hearing these words, Whitley was inspired, deciding that Holly could represent England, while Wood could represent his Scottish origins, creating the perfect name for his new land. From there, this story reasons that the name was passed to Weed, who was then a friend of Whitley's, and Weed passed it to Dade Wilcox. Who finally passed the name along to her husband? The rest is, as they say, I don't was know, man. History. I feel like a lot of that sounds like fucking. I don't know. If that's I true. know. I'm like, I don't what know if that's fucking heck? true, guys. That was fucking weird. No, it's. But not. I did find out that holly berries are poisonous to humans. Okay. So that's interesting. What the fuck were we gonna be naming like a badass our, our favorite thing in America after like something that produces berries that are poisonous to humans? But they feed birds, right? They feed other things. Hmm. Right? Interesting. Yeah, fix the soil, I'm sure. But yeah, it is fucking interesting. It's also very interesting that so many people outwardly are racist as fuck still. Yeah. In 2020. Yeah. It's June 22nd. I'm watching shit on the news where people are still, y'all don't get what we're saying. It's like, no, you don't get what everyone else is saying because worldwide, literally everyone is straight up saying anti-racist. And you're over here going, well, I kind of want to be racist. Like, what the fuck? Get out of here with that shit, man. Get out of here with that undecided or decided that you're going to be on the side of the oppressor somehow. Get out of here with that bullshit, man. Also, I want to say real quick before you get into what you're going to say. At what point do people say we don't want this president anymore? Like, not to make it all about the president. Everyone goes, why are you always blaming the president? He did, he did this for so-and-so, and he did this for one guy and another person, and he pardoned and $1,000 check, you know? And it's like, what? Dude, no, shut up for a second. It is undeniable. Dude doesn't know shit. Dude's an idiot. Dude is incapable. But even a step further, let's say we're not mad. Let's say, hey, maybe he's losing his mind, kind of. Like, he went into office looking like shit. He still looks like shit. But maybe his mind is going. He's gone kind of cuckoo and crazy. I and mean, let all this limelight somehow, like a Hollywood actor, I think get that to the him or limelight does that to literally most celebrities. That's why they either have a short acting career or they'll do one movie or show and then take like a lot of time off. Or it's rare that you see somebody so <laughs> prominent. Like, yeah. Okay, a sad example that I hate to use her is Britney Spears. She had these, like, five, ten years or whatever where she was, like, supposedly worth something. And then it becomes too much. The pressure becomes but too much. The this scrutiny, is the, the president. Everything. This is not Britney Spears' No, position. no, no. I'm not making this an excuse not, for him. I know. No, no, no. The, what I'm saying is that I think any person would crumble. Now, yeah. then you add his bigotry right. and his hatefulness yeah. and his white supremacy and his racist tendencies and all his pedophilia. Yeah. All these things is like, no, it's too, ah, ah. It's too much. I can't even believe we're yeah. even talking about it. No, we shouldn't be talking about it anymore. 
because it should be already in the past. We should have new people in that fucking office right there. I, I, I just don't understand why we have to wait. It's literally at the point where uh, at this point it's kind of like over 50% of the population of a country says, fuck that. We don't want to do that anymore. We don't like this. We don't want you as our leader for sure. That should be enough. To literally people, especially when people are out in the streets holding signs, coming out, going, "Yo, fuck this, we don't like you. We need this to be done. No one likes you besides this bunch of fat, lazy people out here in the middle of fucking Oklahoma that literally are just a bunch of corn-fed white people that are supporting Trump. Literally, that's all I practically saw. I don't mean to make it fucking so ridiculous, but that's all you see when you look up anything at his rallies and shit that was going to be on Juneteenth, by the way. And they're all literally wearing, like, you know, American flag t-shirts and, like, they're trying to, they probably have, like, Confederate bandanas underneath, but they know that they're going to get some shit if they fucking fly those out there. Uh, but, you know, you name it, like, don't tread on me type stuff and all this kind of shit, so, you know? Yeah, so but what I guess I'm getting at is that, like, at what point do people stop getting mad and stop just protesting when is it the point where we basically are in the middle of a revolution and saying we don't want our dictator leader anymore down with this motherfucker get him out of there just just you know don't i mean okay we could talk about arresting him later but right now we need other people in power that are actually going to take this situation more seriously and what's at hand and what's at stake right now and answer our problems you know but uh He's not doing that. He's not going to do that. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that. We're just waiting till November. Like, what the Let's fuck? Let's talk some examples because we talked about two really good examples that would be pertinent right now. Right. The first one was Trump saying, quote, that nobody had ever heard of Juneteenth and that he made it famous. So this is what, okay, I took a picture from the, uh, it's on YouTube. You could search Trump says he made Juneteenth famous. See Lemon's reaction. Oh, that's what it's called. Yeah, Don Lemon's okay. the man too. He went. He he said it pretty well. Right, and that's who I quoted here in a second. So I sh- I took a picture of that and I posted on Facebook and I said, "Friends and family who persist, they will vote for Trump. Defend this. I will admit 100%. I was not previously in tune with the importance of this date, but I am not the president. Guys, come on." And then I put a quote from Don Lemon where he said, he doesn't know about his, he's talking about the president. He doesn't know about history in general. So why would he know about something like Juneteenth? When it relates to African Americans and the struggle black people have in this country, he doesn't know. Or have had in the country. He doesn't know. He He didn't know who Frederick Douglass was. He thought Frederick Douglass was still alive. (laughs) He thought he was still alive, It is sad that we have a leader that knows so little about so much. And that was Don Lemon that said that. And I said, I couldn't agree more. And I ended the post by saying, if rape allegations, redlining, harassment lawsuits, heinous tweets, and blatant racial bias is not enough for you, how does it feel to have a president who doesn't know history? To me, it feels unsettling to say the least. Especially when he's like all of us fucking saying like making uh, like immigration laws all harder and stuff when they have to, you know, anyone passing through immigration and stuff, if they want to get like legal papers, whatever you call the process, you know, like in general, they have to like know history, American history, certain stuff like presidents of certain eras or some some crazy like random facts about America, a bunch of nationalistic ass shit basically. But he doesn't even know it. He doesn't even know it. And he's over here saying build a wall and enforce more shit it's like dude no this is a problem this is why you can't give people like this power man and the longer we just sit here and and even if we just stand and hold signs like to me that is a revolution it's just we're trying to not lose a bunch of casualties 
But they're sending in troops and they're shooting people and shit. And people are dying, losing their eyes and shit. Right. Along with Trump saying that he did, he made Juneteenth famous that no one knew what it was. Gosh. That's, I mean. How ignorant. He didn't even want to admit that he didn't know what it was. He said that he knew what it was, but nobody else around him did, and he didn't find it important. Like, you might, it would have been way better if he would have just said, you're right, I didn't know what it was, I didn't find it important or pertinent to me, let's move forward. Like, what the fuck? Along with that comment and that situation where he did the rally in Tulsa, which is not, uh, not only was about Juneteenth, it was also about a historical slaughter that happened, it was a black genocide in Tulsa and he was doing the rally in Tulsa like dude it was too much to be a coincidence right but wait there's more the president of the United States is is campaigning for re-election using a Nazi concentration camp symbol and then so we look into that and sure as shit there's an upside down red triangle now we could talk all the conspiracies we want we could talk about real Real shit that's going on in the world, okay? There's a lot of real shit that is worthy uh, when it comes to images and symbolism, okay? This is fact in your face. No bones about it. Not a coincidence. Doesn't make any fucking sense. The, The upside down red triangle thing is ridiculous. And it was Trump trying to... It, it, it's a... It was a Nazi thing. The upside down red triangle is a Nazi thing. Yeah, dude. No, for sure. I'm sorry. I'm trying to look for it right now. Just like talk about it more because I don't really know that much shit about it. But I know it's fucking something sketchy. It's and sim- symbolism definitely matters. You know what I mean? Like, that's what blows my mind a lot of the time is that people go, you know, so what? The symbol doesn't mean anything. What the fuck do you mean it doesn't mean anything? If you made a brand or a logo or something, you're going to be really fucking critical about that logo. Unless you just don't care. It just wants to be your initials. Well, that's cool and all, but it has to be somehow cohesive. It's got to look kind of cool too, right? Right. Well, so many things are literally basically symbolized after things, you know, essentially like as a nomenclature for an associated form of energy, you know? Yeah. And so symbolism has been around since basically that's what language is. Like, you know, that's what memes are and shit. Like, that's a symbol. Yeah. You know, uh, it says a lot. A meme says a lot. You know, it's kind of like symbolism on crack, though, because a symbol is just like a two dimensional, you know, often a two dimensional shape or something like that. You know what I mean? Right. Well, it could the be three dimensional. The fact of the matter too, is, even from our but... film class, we learned <laughs> that nothing is an accident. Nothing in anything. I yeah, mean, nothing, when it comes to yeah. art, when it comes to cartoon, right. when it creation. comes to creation in art, general, yeah. there is no accidents, especially when it's animated or created. When you're filming a live movie, if you're walking down the street, there's a chance that somebody could whip out the, their dick in the background and that wasn't planned. Like, that's happened in a movie <laughs> before. And, but, like, when it comes to animation or graphics or designing a logo nothing is a coincidence there's such things as accidents like i don't know i guess there's a lot of symbols that i guess like people things, somehow we overlooked we, we we just overlooked but when this, you're the president yeah. of the united states and you've been under fire for uh white supremacy vibes in a lot of different ways you would want to be extra careful about that 
So somebody had commented on this and said the only reason I'd vote for Trump is because he's attacking the pedophiles and the elite big time. A lot of this is propaganda from the elite trying to make everyone hate Trump. They aren't 100% wrong, lol, but still, he's saving the children. I responded and I said, I find it hard to believe he is saving the children, but I love you, because this was one of my family members. She responded and said, lol, I followed conspiracy theories into Pizzagate and a Q Anon, I believe it. I responded and I said, I love a good conspiracy, but there are too many facts to ignore what's happening here. She responded and said, have you noticed how a lot of the celebs have been looking uglier and older? They aren't consuming from the fountain of youth anymore. I'm not saying he isn't a piece of shit, but look into it. It's real. So this is where I got off and we got on the podcast. But yeah. then I had another family member come on and respond to her Dang. and say he's a pedophile. He's a pedophile. What do you mean? I've seen paperwork filed from the family of a 12-year-old girl who he sexually abused. And I've seen that too. Then she says again, also, where do you think all the missing immigrant children are? Hmm? Because ICE lost like 1,500 children at the border. Whoa. That are unaccounted for what? as of right now. That's why people what? are saying abolish ICE also because yeah, this is uh, a I huge thing. they need to fucking thing. do something better than what the connected. fuck they're doing down there, it sounds like to me. It sounds like you, you can't just keep like funding an operation that sounds like they're fucking heinous and not doing a good job with human beings. They separate families. They put them on the floor with just a thin ass. Worse than a lot of jails. I mean, jails are bad, but like people at detention centers are literally treated like they don't exist because they're not even in the country yet. Like, it's not a slingshot program where they just send them back into Mexico and then they let them right back in. They keep them there in a detention center and separate the kids from their parents. And then... But wait, there's more. There is more. ICE lost over 1,500 children that are unaccounted for that were in detention centers at the border. So that's what this other family member said. Also, where do you think all the missing immigrant children are? (laughs) So then the original person says, yes, he is. But there's more than just him. He's using power to take down the deep state. It's more than pedophiles. It's tortured, murdered children. That's why no one wants him in office and try to expose the worst parts of him. Because there are legal documents that can back them up. And if enough people hate him, they think he won't be president again. So then my second family member says, we can only hope and pray. So they ended up agreeing like he shouldn't be president. But I'm like, so wait, you didn't even defend it. Like my original post was about the red triangle upside down and about how uh, defend this defend this please because i really would like to hear a rational explanation nobody is yet to defend it the one person who did it wasn't even actual defense no disrespect to that family member it's just like come on be real right and be from real. my understanding like just saying like it's not good it's not a good pr move no matter fucking what anyways if you know people are like look he was just trying to make a campaign people just need to understand no fuck no that's a bad came that's bad pr move dude Trying to have your fucking rally on Juneteenth. Trying to have these logos that literally upside down triangles of different colors were how Nazis basically fucking like uh, genre-sized different categories of inmates. Right. That they were either enslaving, killing, or both. The latter. You know, they used the triangle upside down. Uh, and people will be like, well, why does that Why does that have to revelation? Nazi Germany died a long time ago. Did it? No. If you listen to the podcast at all, you've obviously listened and heard me and Skeptical Sam get into it too about just things that like the Nazis came over here. United States government 
brought the unit, the, the uh, I'm sorry, the SS, a lot of SS soldiers and shit and generals, high up dudes from the Nazi military and blah, 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 governmental, scientific, yada, 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 save all the spiel. The point is they brought those foos over here and they had a lot in common with their white supremacy goals and they fucking just implemented into society. Well, this motherfucker, whether he's blind or stupid or I don't know, man, or just racist, just legitimately racist and trying to act like he ain't. The point is, is that symbol is there. It should not be there. And it is the worst time for you to be making moves like this. And some people sadly are like, we're on board. People were like, we're on board out here. We got our guns. We're ready to roll. You know what I'm saying? We'll protect what's ours. It's like, dude, no one's threatening what's yours right now. Well, Bro, here's... You're, you're getting... You're th- you're, in fact, we're being th- all being threatened with everyone's right now. It matters. Right. You mentioned how you and Skeptical Sam were talking about how <laughs> what the Nazis came over here and all this stuff. Yeah. Well, Operation I searched... Clip. I did a couple searches, do a couple scrolls. Now I'm on an article from the New York Times from 2010... That says Nazis were given safe haven in U.S., a report says. So it's documented. It's not a... It's, we don't have to be skeptical. It's not a conspiracy. No, yeah, I'm just saying. It lives literally. A secret history of the United States government Nazi hunting operation concludes that American intelligence officials created a safe haven in the yeah. United States for Nazis and their collaborators after World War II, and it details decades of clashes often hidden with other nations over war criminals here and abroad. The 600-page report... And then now I want to click that because I don't even need to read an article about it if I could go straight to the report. Whoa. An internal history of the United States government's Nazi hunting operation provides gripping new evidence about some of the most notorious Nazi cases of the last three decades. The Justice Department kept the 600-page report secret for the last four years, releasing a heavily redacted version last month to a private research group that sued to force its release. A complete version was obtained by the New York Times. Holy shit. Holy shit is right. Especially because, like, I mean, you know, like you said, it's not a fucking joke. Like, Werner Von Braun, I'm looking at him right here. I Googled it, his ass. Like, sketchy ass looking fool. Says right here. This is just Wikipedia or whatever comes up on Google on the side, dude. Werner Von Braun. American German aerospace engineer. (laughs) Was a German and later American aerospace engineer and space architect. He was the leading figure in the development of rocket technology in Nazi Germany and a pioneer of rocket and space technology in the United States. How convenient. How convenient. Well, he helped us get to the moon in 1969, and I think that's fucking crazy because why would someone that was the leader of some Nazi-ass shit be all of a sudden leader of some United States um, ass shit. It doesn't make it any doesn't sense. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. Except one part of it. That they gave them immunity. They brought some more racist shit into the mix. So it right. like amplified the fucked upness of our world here, man. Things haven't changed much in like decades. They've just gotten worse. They haven't gotten much better, you know, development wise. You know, we're still talking about human rights, guys. Like, we need to have this already, you know? We're being denied it this long. No wonder people are mad. I'm mad. I'm why I'm with you. I want to read a little bit of this. In a good way, though. Because the light will prevail, baby. Yeah, read something. This is the preface. The Holocaust is one of those few issues that the more distant we are from it, the larger it looms. 
Each decade since the end of the war has seen greater, not lesser, attention, and that it is. That is an oddity. There are very few issues which grow in magnitude as they are further away from the event. This is one of them. Perhaps because it is the ultimate evil, because it takes so much time to absorb its lessons, and that those lessons have become under universalized in Cambodia, in Rwanda, in ethnic cleansing in the Balkans, the Holocaust has taken on an even greater sense of urgency. So just for anybody who cares to know what I'm reading here, I came from a article from the New York Times that's titled Nazis Were Given Safe Haven in U.S. Report Says. It's by Eric Lithblau, L-I-C-H-T-B-L-A-W, and this is an article from 2010. In the middle of the article, there's a hyperlink for the 600-page report, which the Justice Department has tried to keep secret for four years, provides new evidence about more than two dozen of the most notorious Nazi cases of the last three decades. Mm -hmm. So that's what I clicked on. And the document is titled, The Office of Special Investigations, Striving for Accountability in the Aftermath of the Holocaust. Fuh. Yeah, no shit. I'm over here on USA Today just seeing some shit because I don't even really like pay attention. I just Google shit and click on some shit that looks kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. It looks like it'll answer what I'm trying to find the answer to at least, you know. Right. Social Democrats, Communists, Trade Unionists, and other persons regarded as political opponents by the Nazis wore red triangles. I mean, this is according yeah. to an article published by the International Center on Nazi Persecution. So I'm pretty sure that's pretty legit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a well-known Often thing. a joke about Hitler or a denunciation could suffice for someone to be arrested as a political. As a, they call him a political. Which is interesting because most of Trump's ads were like, what, like... The liberals are out to get us. The socialists are literally, this is word for word. Yeah. That's what's so scary is I felt like this since he got put into office with a bunch of people that wanted him there. It was scary to watch. It was scary to see. It still is. And here we are. Get him out of there, guys. Let's all just demand him out of there. Let's just demand him to not be in charge and not not the vice president either, man. Until we're satisfied. We need a leader right now. We need a leader right now. We can all demand it. America desperately needs a leader. This is insane. Worldwide people feel like that, which is crazy. Because I feel like most people don't really like America in a certain sense. Because it's too imperialistic and and cutthroat. And and, and honestly, it ruins a lot of things in the ecosystem worldwide. Because of our needs and our desires or some shit here. But the reality is is it seems like a lot of people stand up because they realize we're people too. And we're being taken advantage of here. And everyone is worldwide. Wow. Oh, boy. Okay, so rather than read from the 600-page report, which I'm definitely going to do off of the podcast, I'm just going to read a little bit more from the New York Times article because they kind of go over it. Um, It describes the government's posthumous pursuit of Dr. Josef Mengel, the so-called angel of death at Auschwitz, part of whose scalp was kept in the Justice Department official's drawer, the vigilante killing of a former Waffen-SS soldier in New Jersey, and the government's mistaken identification of the Treblinka concentration camp guard known as Ivan the Terrible. 
The report catalogs both the successes and failures of the band of lawyers, historians, and investigators at the Justice Department's Office of Special Investigations, which was created in 1979 to deport Nazis. Perhaps the report's most damning disclosures come in assessing the Central Intelligence Agency's involvement with Nazi emergés. Scholars and previous government reports had acknowledged the CIA's use of Nazis for post-war intelligence purposes. Yeah, no shit. But this report goes further in documenting the level of American complicity and deception in such operations. The Justice Department's report describing what it calls the government's collaboration with persecutors says that OSI investigators learned that some of the Nazis were indeed knowingly granted entry to the United States, even though government officials were aware of their pasts. This is a quote. America, which prided itself on being a safe haven for the persecuted, became in some small measure a safe haven for persecutors as well. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck, man? Let that sink in. Let that fucking sink in. How interesting all this shit is. Interesting. It's in right in front of our face. Way. It's all right in front of our face. Wow. So, anyways, let's not get too positive about it. Let's just keep it rolling. We know the light will prevail. We know the light will prevail. People considered enemies of the state were housed at various types of camps. Some that were open for more than a decade. The term concentration camp can include a variety of incarceration sites, including forced labor camps and quote-unquote killing centers used for mass genocide, particularly of the Jewish people. This is in reference to Nazi Germany. But this is where all these ideas, uh, uh, all this craziness kind of is birthed or happened, and now we're seeing it kind of unfold into our modern world somehow, which is like, how dare someone allow that to happen in the free world? Isn't it freaking ridiculous though because it's like pretty okay if you just pay attention to history this is like pretty i don't want to say obvious because there is it's like we've used the term a bear in a bear trap like do you blame a bear for getting caught in a bear trap because that's the point it's a trap the bear is a brilliant animal, strong as all hell, will eat anything. Beasting, chilling, doing his thing, trying to fit his niche in the ecology, just walking around all of a sudden. Right. Got up. Bears so, walk. Can't do, we, do anything. It's like I'm not Stuck mad at people, trap. but I do wish that people would take more of an effort to just be aware of these things and not be so quick to dismiss it as a conspiracy because it is all related, and I'm very confident that in a hundred years or even a thousand years, I don't know how far in the future, but they're going to look back right now and we know damn well what they're going to talk about. We know damn well what history is going to show. It's going to be this dictator ran America and got away with it. No doubt. And there was these pyramid schemes happening, all intertwined, all licking each other's butts. Huh. 
And because eventually yeah. the light prevails, right? Right. So eventually the truth will come out for all these things. And it, when yeah. you read things like yeah. the article from the New York <clears throat> Times exposing a 600-page document talking about Nazis gaining safe entry into the United States and safe haven. Uh, like, is this fucking real right now? Like, are you re- Like, is this really, like, somehow that's comparable real. to what's going on? Right now, too, like that really just happened. They just kind of implemented them into the American society, let them kind of rule some shit, and here we are with big pharma and all this other shit. Now, and that's just North America. That's not even talking yeah. about how we've heard about the places in South America or something yeah. where there's not a Nazis in Argentina. And like started yeah. a community. In Argentina, I wonder if you just Google Nazis in Argentina. Files discovered in Argentina revealed the names of 12,000 Nazis who lived there in the 1930s, and many had Swiss bank accounts, researchers say. The U.S.-based Simon... Oh, God. Famous for tracking down Nazis has also... Okay, wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Uh, duh, yeah, that's real. Duh, yeah, that's real. <laughs> La Cumbrecita. That's like a spot that's like a Swiss-German village in the middle of Argentina. Wow. That is just fucking mind-blowing, dude. Whoa, this is an article from Fox News from March can't get over it. of this year. 12,000 Nazis lived in Argentina in New- 1930. Newly dis- in 1930s, newly discovered documents revealed. Like, What? Whoa, wow. sketchy Actual fucking document. Documents. See the symbolism on every document. People, Boom. my friend, you listening? You look at any document, you know there's a seal. There's some kind of, there's always some kind of symbol on anything you sign or anything, man. It's all symbolic. It all has some kind of meaning somewhere in our universe. No doubt. They wouldn't put it on there. They wouldn't waste the ink. They wouldn't waste the fucking time if it didn't matter. It's a prideful thing. It's in-your-face type of shit. Should make you a little angry. And then it should make you remember that the light prevails. And we're just trying to do our thing. We have to acknowledge these things. We have to say this shit straight up so we can move on forward. And that's what we're doing. So don't let it get you too twisted. But it should make you a little riled up. No, you it's should be unjust. pissed. If you're it's not unjust, pissed, you're not paying fuck. attention because there's too much to be pissed about. And I'm not saying that we can't. But we gotta have be good cool, calm, and collective. Too. I'm saying, even though it's like some people be like that's some bitch ass shit. But seriously, we gotta be cool, calm, and collective. Make the right moves, right decisions, and we all gotta have each other's backs right about now. This is about humanity in the future. This is about us making it. We gotta be able to make it there. And by these other weird options, I don't know how by spending so much money and funding these operations to basically dehumanize populations and shit that just doesn't make any sense that's a waste of money and resources that is not necessary we could spend way more time feeding each other making sure everyone around the world has clean drinking water and we're all kind of just living you know accepting each other yeah i uh because is it worth it to not accept each other just to make another dollar? Is it really worth it? I mean, I know people will be like, well, that's survival teller, but is that survival to make more money? I will accept somebody who has no. a different color choice of what they want to, like, if they like pink or purple better. Yeah. But not if it's them being fucking racist. Yeah. 
No, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, we do have to accept each other. The racist bigots should accept that everybody is a human being and that we need to be treated with respect, every single one of us. The people that are on our side of it absolutely do not have to accept the other side having an opinion thinking that anybody that is less than them is worth something less than them. What year did Nazi Germany surrender? 1945. 1945. 1945. Hmm, that was uh, not that long ago. No, that wasn't even 100 years ago. It was 75 years ago. That was a lifetime ago. Isn't it Within a lifetime ago. I don't even know, but it was obviously... Oh, man, I'm... Yeah. Civil Rights Act in America was passed in 1965. Nazi Germany surrendered in 1945. So we're just supposed to believe that that shit all got solved in 20 years and all the Nazis that left there and came here. Oh, God. No. Oh, God. I want to throw up. And honestly, for society, for, for a long time, for decades, people have felt it. And we've seen it and we've ignored it or just not understood how to... Uh, define it or or know it because it was kind of hidden from the mainstream public now we have all these resources to do the research that is documents that have literally verified that but i mean you know it's kind of just right in front of our face we just didn't i guess we didn't know for sure because you'd have to be kind of a nut going and making accusations and shit but now people have the tools and the and the brains to do the research you know and then also enough time has passed that too when you're in the middle of corruption you don't know it right like right now what's going on right now they're gonna know what's really going on right now that's what freaks me out yeah 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 Um, we have some hunches but we don't know it all (laughs) but we know enough to know that there's some funky shit going on funky shit and i'm sorry anybody who's just gonna say well I know Trump does all these bad things, but I just, he has this one aligning view with me, so I have to vote with them. I'm sorry, but they are the detriment to this country, and they're, like, literally riding on the backs of their children and their grandchildren and the communities that will follow them. They cannot even validate that they'll even have water or soil to grow food in or any of that shit anymore at this point. Right. We need to address these issues, man. And we could say like, oh, well, Tyler, you ain't got to go save the world and with your wife and shit. Well, that's not what I'm trying to do, man. I'm trying to say we could talk about it. I bet you we can make a lot better strides towards a better day, though, if we talked about it more, bro. I bet you nope. I'm not fucking wrong. Shoo-dee-dee-dee-dee. So what do you think? Time to roll out? I think it's time to roll out. I you could say one last thing, and then I want, I'll say bye, and then you say bye. Right. The last thing I want to end with is... The police have never pepper sprayed the KKK and they've never shot at them with rubber bullets. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. They should because people will have been like, you know, some of those fucking little rallies get too unruly, man. Let's be real. Well, Allison, rubber bullets and pepper spray didn't exist when the KKK rallies happened. Do you see what I'm saying, though? So, hey, instead of, like, people be like, defund the police, like, even just be like, yo, take their fucking rubber bullet guns and all their, like, crazy riot gear control and shit and, like, let them keep, like, I don't know, like, their stick because they fucking already fuck people up enough with a stick, man. Right. And take all that shit instead of funding it right now because not many people are trying to kill nobody. The only people trying to kill people are coming in with rubber bullet guns and shields and smacking people in the face and pushing people down and fucking shooting people with rubber bullets and shit and pepper spray. Those are the only people trying to kill people or 
most likely hurt people. The other people are defending themselves at that point, it seems. And we call them rioters. But really, they were just out there every mining, basically doing what every American citizen should be doing. I'm not going to say minding their own business because that's not what they're doing. They're making a stand, son. That's what you fucking do. But if you got time, you got to go listen to TNM Square on Stuff You Should Know podcast. That's what I got to make a shout out to those dudes because they're badass. You got to go check out TNM Square on the Stuff You Should Know podcast because those guys are fucking badass for one they just explain it so well and it's kind of uh it's solid the way they bring it real cerebral but also valid history to never forget a lot to learn from our history yeah basically you could go and research it yourself and probably take like hours literally like probably days to research about that or you could listen to their podcast and just trust that they did the research because they did yeah, and in a nutshell, you know what I'm talking about. It's that time where Beijing, in the middle of Beijing, there's this big ass square, like fucking quad or whatever you want to call it. Some dudes were out, some students were out there, like protesting and shit for every right reason. And the basically the Chinese government sent in troops like multiple times, saying shut them down, and they did not shut them down because they were basically didn't even make it there. There's so many people that wouldn't let them get to the middle of Tiananmen Square, this 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 hot spot of protesting, until. They sent in some part of the military that the Chinese government sent in this part of the military that knew they would get the job done, essentially, meaning they would just fucking kill everyone and make them submit. And that is what happened. So people, governments have, you know, fired on their own people on their own soil just to basically protect, protect, I don't know, mind like different ways of thinking from leaking out, you know? Right. Yeah. I'm saying my final goodbye, and right. I love you. Thank you for I having you. me. And as your final birthday wish, what would you ask of your fellow humans? So simple, but so complicated. Just something. I don't know, man. Basically, just learn how to fucking know how you know how to drink clean water. And maybe. It's right up there with, like, just being aware. Because I feel like if you're aware of a lot of things and you're observing, you could do a lot of things. You could find out and make sure you're drinking clean water, stuff like that, throughout your intuition and stuff like that. But I say, like, yeah, pay attention. Just pay attention. Stay aware. I need that from you guys. I need that from everybody. I need that from my fucking self, man. Even on my birthday. Fuck it. Hey. Thank you for being here with me, baby. Of course. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, as always. Hell yeah. This is Tyler Colombero. Symbiosis now. We're rolling out of here. And never forget. Never forget. That the light will prevail. She.